We open on the sleepy seaside town of Constance, Louisiana, two weeks after the death-defying battle with the Clutch. All is quiet and all is good. The ocean laps upon the shore with surprising gentleness. Just before the sun begins to set, we see a lovely autumn breeze sweep autumn leaves across the streets, carrying the camera towards the Constance Community Library. All is good. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Good Neighbors, an actual play podcast of Monster of the Week. We are finally in our second interlude where the gang is going to do just a little bit of relaxation and hanging out just kind of by themselves. Nothing too crazy, nothing uh, too mysterious going on, maybe. And we get to see them just be people. And isn't that what we want? If you like what we're doing, you want to hear more of us, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at Good Neighbors RPG. Uh, if not, and you want to follow us on Twitter at GoodNeighborRPG without the S, uh, if you tweet at the show, we will respond in character if that makes sense, or uh, we can name a character or business after you if you say we can, of course. Uh, aside from that, if you want to hear us in other things, uh, listen up, because we're going to be in some other stuff soon. Some of us already are. Uh, for example, myself and uh, Soren are going to start a a. Dad, bad dating simulator uh, stream uh, on Twitch. We're going to call ourselves Master Dating, which is maybe not the best. Uh, but yeah, hear us be funny, uh, play bad dating sims, and uh, try to give some maybe not the greatest uh, dating advice. All right. Who's up next? I'm Andy. I play June, and I am also on the podcast Ending Pending, where my fiance Evan and our very good friend Ronnie talk about TV shows which have only lasted for a single season. Uh, Ronnie also produces Good Neighbors, uh, if you like his editing. Um, and then I'm on the show called Force Friends Rewatch, where myself and my buddy Ryan talk about Star Wars TV shows, and we're not douchebags about it. And Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie also uh, produces that, and I feel like I have to mention that we're not douchebags because uh, Star Wars fans tend to be awful, but we're not. That, I think we're pretty great. That is a very important distinction. Yeah, and uh, all of those shows are very queer-friendly, and uh, they're they're good shit. I'm on them. <laughs> Respect. Uh, Soren, did you want to talk about your, your work? Yeah, uh, I'm Storin, I play Cassius, uh, but I'm also an actor in a few other things. Um, if you want to see more of my work, you can check me out. Most of my work is at uh, Black Wolves Productions. I have an interview out with them as well if you want to learn more about me. Um, and yeah, most of my work can be located uh, there. And if not, feel free to follow me on my Instagram at JustinOverNerd, and I'll uh, update you there. Beautiful. And Matt, what did you what do you want to tell us? Um, so in the future, I will be also playing in another tabletop game on uh, tw uh, Twitch uh, players and creators. But currently, Flint O'Hare has his own Twitter now at Blarney Stoner six nine. You can find out his latest and craziest conspiracy theories. At that address, I should be posting a new one up about once a week. Beautiful. Let's talk about that, shall we? <laughs> yeah. uh, let's get back to the Constance Community Library. 
where we see students in their uh, final days of uh, the semester. And as they're approaching those final days, you can see that they are clearly stressed out, uh, maybe trying uh, new forms of uh, stimulants like Adderall uh, and not sleeping too much as they prepare their final papers and get ready for their exams. We see Lewis Steele uh, standing behind Flint O'Hare at the uh, at one of the computers there. And he says, uh, so yeah, if you just sort of, I, I guess, make posts into the void for a little while, like there's, there's no really great way to get followers right out the bat, unless you just have friends who agree to follow you. But if you just make a bunch of posts, eventually, uh, well, at people, eventually people will see it, think you're interesting or, or funny or something like that. They'll start following you, asking you things, and you can respond to each other in a very odd, confusing forum format. So you're saying if I type down things, people will hear it. Like, I'll be able to tell people that about, uh, I want to say about uh, 60, 70 years ago, Jack Daniels, the person, not the whiskey, although they're related to the whiskey, replaced Dionysus in the Greek pantheon, but hasn't told anyone yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could tell people that. Uh, and if you just kind of talk about that, especially if you tweet or uh, message or, or send... Uh, <laughs> at people, then they will uh, see that and uh, maybe respond and you maybe get some traction that way. I, I don't know how, uh, like people might interpret you as some sort of like entertainment thing and not necessarily you trying to help people, but you know, whatever gets the word out. Exactly. Somebody's bound to believe what I'm saying and th I'm sure they'll reach out to me and and then maybe we could have like another little crew like the one we have here somewhere else, like like a uh, a northern version of us. Yeah, something like that. Some sort of uh, uh, spin-off gang, I guess. <laughs> Are you starting the West Coast Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is pretty much what I was referencing. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, take as long as you need. I actually have to go uh, uh, meet some other folks downtown. Uh, but if you need anything else, Mr. O'Hare, I'm, I'm happy to help. Uh, glad to hear it. And if you need anything else, you know, my my shed's always open. Of course. Uh, you have a good day, Mr. O'Hare. Thank you. He claps you on the back and uh, uh, he like gives you like a, a some kid meme sign as he walks out the door and other students like replicate it, not knowing he's talking to you. Um, and uh, he, he leaves for the day. We see him getting his uh, uh, like, getting, like a, a streetcar and, and head off. And Flint, the day is yours, even though it's kind of coming to a close. What do you do? Uh, I log out of the computer and head outside to my dirt bike. Uh, hoping that I could figure out to make a little bit of money. For sure, for sure. Uh, you hop on your dirt bike. You aren't speeding through the city uh, streets at this point, as that wouldn't really help you. Uh, and as you are uh, kind of riding along the, uh, the days, last bits of sunlight kind of streaking across you as you pass between buildings, uh, you come to a stoplight. And as you're uh, uh, sitting at that stoplight, you hear uh, like this sort of chunk, like this kind of bit of metal grinding against like brick. 
and your attention turns pretty immediately to uh, uh, like an air conditioner that's on the second floor of a like an apartment building and it's maybe not doing so hot it's it's autumn at this point so uh, maybe they aren't paying as much attention to it like maybe they just kind of forgotten to getting around to pulling it out but it it seems like it's making a bit of a fuss I'm gonna go over I'm gonna park my bike go over to it and see what the issue is with it it's uh, a little high up you would uh, maybe either have to do some climbing or get a ladder to get some uh, more formal inspection but even just from here you can see that like it's uh, a little loose uh, like as it's gotten colder the metal is maybe contracted or something and it's uh, uh, gonna may potentially fall out at some point and that's no good um there any wood around that I could maybe uh prop it with so that it stays safe uh go ahead and give me a little um i guess read a bad situation here all right it's uh seven plus uh seven plus three so that's a ten great uh, so you can ask any number of the questions, though. Uh, there are some pretty obvious ones. Uh, <laughs> you probably don't want to know what your best way in or out is. <laughs> uh, but I mean, if you do, you're welcome to it. Uh, you can also know what's your best way to protect the victims. Uh, this is relevant here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Could... Best way to protect yeah. the victims. Yeah. Make uh, sure nobody gets best... hurt by the oh. air conditioner. For sure. Uh, well, the, the first obvious thing is that it uh, a, a chunk of it has actually come loose. Uh, part of the frame had snapped off at some point, and they people here either they weren't home or something, or they just never noticed. Uh, so without some like proper sturdy something to keep it there until they get to it, uh, it'll probably fall down. All right. In that case, I'm going to try to use... Uh preparedness to see if I have any uh, tools in my bag to fix that frame. For sure. Absolutely. So that's plus sharp. And that is another 10. Absolutely. You have some like wood glue in your backpack right now uh, that you could just kind of attach it to the frame. They'll have to deal with it later, but it means that like this air conditioner won't crash on anybody or like, you know, cause some structural damage here and there. And I think that's probably your best bet. All right. And you said I'd have to climb up to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, how difficult is that looking? I don't think it requires a roll. Uh, I just think it's uh, we know uh, uh, in, in real life that this is that Flint kind of puts himself a little bit of physical risk harm here just to kind of fix someone's air conditioner. It's kind yeah. of sweet. Absolutely. Climbs up we there, fixes the air conditioner and rides off. For sure. Uh, the family won't get home for another couple hours, uh, but when they do, they will hear it kind of making some funky noises and realize that it's, it's stable and safe, but it wasn't going to, uh, it's not going to hurt anybody and they'll, they'll get to it when they get to it, but they've got time now. As you ride off uh, again, as you, you kind of pull to a stop as uh, you can like maybe get yourself like a, a snack somewhere uh, at like a, a convenience store or a deli that knows you and is pretty cool with you and like may uh, give you some a snack every now and again. And as your dirt bike is parked in one of the parking spots, 
you see that someone's meter just turns red, like someone's parking meter is just turned red. And down the street of cars, there is a parking authority agent who is observing these. And uh, when they get to this car, we'll probably give them a ticket. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to see if I could get a couple quarters from a passerby. For sure. Uh, give me a little manipulated person. Hey, listen, I'm I'm real sorry. Uh, I'm a bit down on uh, on my luck today, and that is a eight minus one, so a seven. Do something right now to prove you mean it. Uh, I'll I'll be completely honest. I'm not trying to uh, use this on anything nefarious. I I see somebody's parking meters out, and I just want to make sure they don't get a ticket. You got to do something physically. Mm. Uh, I take off my hat, bring it looking as pathetic as I can, and (laughs) (laughs) I start taking things out of my bag, wood glue, stuff like that, and offering to, uh, trade them any of my, uh, odds and ends. You you come to the end. Uh, <laughs> you come to them hat in hand, and they are charmed by the sweetness of your actions. They don't take uh, any uh, any stuff from you. They're not trying to buy anything. Uh, they just give you like a handful of change and let you go. Awesome. I uh, I fill up the parking meter and I go to get my snack. Uh, you, you get, uh, as you're sitting inside the the deli having like a ham sandwich. Uh, uh, the uh, clerk is like, hey, that's cool. That's very cool of you. Uh, and outside, we see uh, uh, like a, a young like babysitter uh, just getting her payment from the, the parents as she's done working and running to her car to try and get there in time just as the parking authority passes by, checks it, sees that it's good, and walks away. And she looks around and is like, oh, I must have misjudged the time. She And she gets in her car and she goes. And after you get your sandwich, you head out. But just as you uh, get on your bike, you notice that there is a, a missing dog poster on one of the telephone poles. I take a look at it. Uh, what kind of dog is it? It's a Border Collie. Uh, it's named Sashes. It All has right. like these like sort of streaks across and they make it look like it's wearing like a series of belts. All right. So let's see here. Where would be the good place to look for a dog? I'm going to head behind uh, any local butcher shops that have a habit of throwing out meat. For sure. For sure. Uh, Give me a little investigative mystery. That is an 11 plus 3, 14. Beautiful. Uh, go ahead and ask your question. We have what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What was it being concealed here? Where did it go? Uh, where did it go? Uh, you're completely on the right track. Uh, the the dog uh, must have ran away from like a place it was unfamiliar with, like a park or something rather than just being near its home, because it just went to a place that it was uh, familiar with, or at least had familiar scent. Uh, and one of the butcher shops donates its uh, meat to the local like dog food cannery, because it just gets ground into dog food, and they, they make it there. And uh, Sash is just kind of hanging out 
the the butcher hasn't come out to see them yet. Like they don't know that they're even there. They just uh, uh, like dump meat out of like a chute into a series of trash cans. And and Sa- uh, Sash, yeah, Sash is, is just like sitting uh, next to the trash cans. It's uh, kind of gentle, wagging her tail a little bit. And when she sees a person, you know, they wave or, or she like purses her head up and people passing by will wave. But when you finally show up, she looks at you with big kind of beady but sweet eyes. Uh, I pet the dog, bring it to the front of the butcher shop, knock on the uh, butcher shop door. You do so, and uh, it looks like uh, someone inside. It's like a glass window on the door. Uh, uh, they see you and they uh, take off their kind of bloody apron and and walk up front. It's like this, uh, like older older lady. Uh, she's probably it seems like kind of a family business type deal. Uh, she steps outside or opens the door and you know steps aside and says, "Oh, um, hello, can I help you?" Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hello, I'm little the- thing. And she like pets the dog. Yeah, actually, uh, I found a lost dog poster a little while ago. Wound up finding the dog behind your butcher shop. I'm, I don't own a phone. I'm wondering if you can get in touch with the owner, owner, and make sure they get their dog back. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, that's very kind of you. Uh, sure. Uh, can I tell her or, or him or whoever answers uh, what you uh, what your name is, so I can I don't know who to thank. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm I'm just happy for them to get their dog. Are you sure? This, the poster says there's a, a reward involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Well, well why don't you come in? I'll, I'll make you a steak. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, and she invites you in, and she uh, you can hear there's a like a stove top in the back. Uh, as uh, as it's kind of grilling up, the, the older woman's making a, a phone call. You can hear this excited, uh, oh my gosh, uh, from across the phone. Uh and uh, they say as soon as they get out of work, they'll be right there. Uh, and uh, like a half hour later, they show up. Are you still there? I am gone. I took the stake and got on my bike. Lovely. Uh, you are surprised by how long all of these sort of uh, good deeds took you. Uh, the, the night has finally kind of shown up. And people are, are turning in for the evening. It's a, like a Thursday night. No one's really trying to do anything too crazy. Uh, what do you do? Uh, well, it's probably too late for me to make money most places, but I would like to see if any of the bars need a dishwasher for the evening. Absolutely. Uh, the... Uh, uh, the engine room, a, a local uh, bar that's kind of known for helping out people down on their luck, uh, has you uh, wash a couple dishes. They uh, give you a beer for the road, uh, and obviously throw you like twenty bucks, and then they send you on your way just as the uh, the day is over. Do you go home? Uh, yeah, I head back to my shed and I put the uh, put the twenty bucks in a jar that just says Cassius on it. <laughs> uh, very nice. When you get to your storage shed, there is a little letter slipped under the, the door. And after you put your money in, you kind of uh, catch wind of it. And it says uh, in nice, like sort of uh, like elegant handwriting, Mr. O'Hare. 
I assume you open it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Inside, uh, on like a nice set of stationery, clearly from someone's writing desk, it says, Dear Mr. O'Hare, I have recently become aware of your current living situation, and I would like to help, if you would allow it as a sort of thank you. That said, I can see how simply giving you a large lump sum of money might be seen as indebting you to me, or perhaps insulting, so I do not wish to do anything of the sort without your express permission. To that end, I think the best solution here is to say that if you should need something, be it to stay at a hotel, next week's groceries, or something like that, just let me know and I will take care of it. If that process is uncomfortable to you, then perhaps you can find some sort of workaround. If you would prefer to not do any of this, simply ignore this letter and we won't address any of it again. Best wishes, Emmett. I put the letter in my breast pocket. Very nice. Uh, do you have like a cot or anything in your storage shed where you sleep? Yeah, I, I probably have like an old military cot and a sleeping bag. Nice. I think the, the day has kind of finally come for a close as all of your uh, uh, selfless work has kind of caught up with you a little bit and you're, you're, you get a little tired. And uh, as you uh, settle in for the night, uh, we see a sort of clip of this same sort of deal uh, of, of Flint seeing a small problem here and there for other people and just kind of fixing it and not, not, not telling them all across town pretty much every day. And none, none of the people in Constance are the wiser. They all just think that Mr. O'Hare is the crazy barking man on the, uh, on the harbor box. What is your, your final thoughts before you go to bed? It was a good day. It was, it was uh, a really, really good day. Very nice. The uh, uh, the lights go out in the the storage uh, like unit area, and uh, Flint's day ends in a very nice, gentle way. We open on a doll, an upsettingly ratty doll, with greasy, quote-unquote, skin, messy hair, clothes made out of hemp and rope, and small black markings all over the body. Her name is Gert, and she's sitting in the trash outside a local bar. We see the local trash man dump her along the other trash along with the other trash bags into the garbage truck where she is spirited away. We follow Gert closely, sitting atop the detritus until a pipe bursts down the road. It's nothing too damaging, however, it does cause the driver to make the call to make a quick turn at an intersection. There's a bump as the truck hits the curb and Gert just happens to tumble out of the truck and into a sewer grate, where a gentle current carries her for several blocks. The water finally stops and a maintenance crew descends into the sewer tunnel. When they see Gert, they remark on what an ugly doll she is before one of the pipes bursts. And they throw her out of the manhole, back into the streets of Constance. A stray dog just happens to pick her up and carry her through town before settling by some cardboard boxes and a water bowl set out by a local businesswoman who's kind enough to care for the stray but not ready for a full-time pet. 
She comes out to outside to leave more food before picking up Gert and shouting, Cassius, I thought you threw this thing out. What are you, what are you talking about? I'm going to come over to her. We see Dana Walker come back in from, from the, uh, the garbage uh, uh, bins outside uh, to, to show you Gert, the doll, just hanging out outside the door. I thought you threw this thing out. I did. Um, and, uh, well, here we are. Look at that. Uh, what a strange... This has never happened to me before. Uh, and I'm going to take the doll. <laughs> All right. And she uh, goes back to the uh, the bar counter where she's working. Uh, and a few members of the engine room's uh, uh, sort of patrons, like, look at the thing with a weird sort of disbelief and kind of look at you like you might be a pervert. Don't judge me. <laughs> look All at right. yourselves. Look at yourselves. Yeah, that's what I thought. What if the sort of train conductor uh, uh, toy store owner who works in the same building peers through the door and is like, there's nothing wrong with older folks with their toys. We're all just having good fun here. Let people like things. Yeah. And you hear a toot toot in the, in the back. <laughs> well, uh, you know, actually, yeah, uh, I'm going to go over to the toy dude and be like, is it, do you only know about trains or do you know about like other weird toy stuff? Not weird, but like other strange, not strange, but I mean, yeah. Do you know anything about this? Maybe? Please? Give me a little investigative mystery. Ooh, 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 that's a 10 plus shot, that's an 11. All right. Uh, you can ask what happened here. What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what's being concealed here? And I will, of course, answer with the breadth of knowledge available to this. <laughs> uh, I have one question. Okay. Is, is that what the question is? I have only have one. Oh, you have, you have two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, what is this? Is that the one? Uh, basically, what, 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 what is this? Uh, well, your options are what happened here? What sort of creature is what it? What sort of creature is it? Uh, what sort of creature is it? Uh, well, and they, uh, the, the sort of older mustachioed gentleman like adjusts their semicircular glasses and they say, well, looks like a, um, you know, like a, like one of those old American girl dolls or whatever before whatever happened to this happened. I imagine someone Probably. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a moment, will you? Yeah, thank you. Okay. They uh, uh, go to their, like, laptop, which is, like, concealed in a wooden case so no one can see they use modern technology. <laughs> they uh, uh, Google some stuff, they check some records, and they come back and say, uh, uh, so this was, this design here is actually intentional? Uh, oh. just a, a weird strain of uh, or, or a line of dolls released by Dad's Bro, uh, the the toy company. They released a specific line of quote unquote haunted dolls. It didn't wasn't very well received. They only made about eight of them before oh. the line discontinued. So it's honestly probably pretty valuable. It sounds very cursed. 
What do you mean? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's the idea, right? They were trying to sell you something. Say, ah, you know, for our spookier young folks. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it seems like maybe they should have given it more than eight dolls before they uh, decided whether it was profitable or not. I suppose, but you know, business works in mysterious ways, hand to the market and all that. I guess so. I don't understand capitalism much, but I guess that's how it works. Uh, Neither do I. I run a toy store inside of a bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, do, do you know anything else? Like maybe, uh, uh, <laughs> maybe what could hurt it? <laughs> you want to know what could hurt it, doll? Yes. Well, if you are asking about the concept of the doll, which I think you're doing, because obviously, you know, fire or. A trash compactor would do just fine. Or, or, or let, let's let's um let's go in canon. Uh, 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 does this haunted doll line? Do they have any notorious weaknesses? Did they did they create a lore or a world around it? You know, or was it just sort of like well, trash I, I that haunted? So. In that uh, they were maybe meant to carry the spirit of the last person who loved them, that sort of thing. So, I, if I had to guess, you were looking for someone who can perform some sort of <laughs> and obviously this is joking here because none of this is real. Uh, uh, some sort of like exorcism, some sort of psychic release of the spirit, let it pass mm. into the you know, that sort of deal. Yeah, it was just from the 90s, I feel like. I love it's toys. It's a very 90s kind of thing. Like they ran out of ideas, so they were just like, make it haunted. Exactly. It's like, you know, the same kind of period with like a lot of slashers and, and yeah. you know, like spooky ghost movies kind of yeah. came out. I before, imagine they would try to capitalize on that. Yeah, before they stopped doing cocaine in the boardroom. So it was still in that period of time. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks. thanks <laughs> You're pretty funny, Mr. Montgomery. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, By the way, have you seen my hat at all? I, I must have lost it somewhere. Yeah, wait, okay. Where was the last place I saw it? Do I, you were wearing it. But, like, <laughs> do I remember taking it off or do I, do I still have it? Oh. Uh, I, I mean, if you want to say you still have it, you're welcome to. Uh, oh, yeah, I was just, uh, I was playing with some of the trains and it felt better with the hat on, so I, uh, I just I brought it upstairs. I think it was all fire. You want it back? I can get it for you. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You, you hold on to it, young man. You, yeah. uh, that hat has gotten me through some tough times. I'm sure it will, it will get you through, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you that the pretend that I was doing in that hat got pretty intense. I'm gonna have to sew it back up probably. <laughs> so there's, there's oh some my. Like, yeah, uh, there's some like uh, maybe, you, maybe you keep that hat. Yeah, well, if you if you offer it, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Within free. I'll tell you what. Uh, how I, I have a friend in town that kind of like a local, quote unquote, psychic. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. She runs like yoga and things on the weekends and some taxidermy classes, which I uh, have a lot of fun with. So if you want to meet her and, you know, see yeah, how yeah. she's doing and if she has any further interpretation for your, your doll problems. <laughs> if you're yeah. In game, sure. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if, I, if, if, if you've heard, but I'm, I'm trying to start up my old show again as an as a internet show. I hear that's what everyone's doing nowadays. You know, with the Cobra, oh, Kai, with the Cobra Kais and such. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe Cobra Kai going anywhere. You know, I think that's that's all gonna come back downhill. I think mechanical engineering, you know, the building, the handiwork is where it's at. 
Right, but have you watched Cobra Kai? No. Oh, well, it's a, it's a show right now. Okay, well, I'll, <laughs> once I get my cable back on, I'll look it up. So that psychic friend. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> she works at the uh, uh, the Hanged Man Arcana. The Hanged Man Arcana, that is. Yeah, yeah, she runs like the, the ghost hunting society out of there. Spooky yoga studio. Well, yeah, you know, they, they got a, a lot of things going on. It's a lot of like spiritual oneness and stuff like that. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much. I'll, uh, I'll try to see if I can find a better hat for you again. Sorry, I really oh, that's all right. You needed it more than I. Oh, <laughs> trust me, I did. You have a good day, young man. You too. I'll take Gert. I'll go in search of this, uh, uh, hanged man, Arcana. You do so. Uh, and it is exactly what you would expect. It is like one of those stores that has like a lot of like candles and maybe kind of appropriative spiritual like merchandise, that sort of deal, where it's like a lot of incense, sensors, uh, some crystals and, and stuff like that, that like they're selling some weird whatever is with it. Uh, and on like the posters in the background, it's like this big purple building. Uh, and then posters in the back say like yoga on Saturday at 1 p.m. Things like that and taxidermy and what have you. Uh, and aside from that is also uh, the invocation, which is uh, the the Ghost Hunting Society's like newsletter. Mm. All right, I'm gonna walk in and see if I uh, if I see anyone who seems to be manning any desks or anything. For sure. Uh, you see a sort of middle-aged, like, white woman uh, with uh, shorter cut hair. She's wearing, like, yoga pants and, like, a tank top, and she uh, looks at you. And uh, she's, she was, like, talking to, like, a couple about, you know, uh, like, breath work and, and the two of them uh, uh, experiencing each other more fully. And she looks at you and goes, oh, wh- hi there. How are you? Namaste. Namaste. Yes, yes. Welcome to the Hanged Man Arcana. How can we uh, help you find your peace? Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of work with crystals and, and my chakras, mm-hmm. they are very in line, um, you know, like a river flowing through a wood. Uh, and, and all of a sudden, you know, it's like someone dropped a rock in my chakra river and uh, it's this doll yes. and I need you to help me with it, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have to just pull it out of my coat. <laughs> oh, okay. It's uh, very concrete. I, I understand this happens all the time. Sometimes our psyche latches on to specific things, and they be, it can be hard to let them go. Mm, yes. I'll tell you what. I, uh, today is a little bit slower of a day. Why don't you come into my back office, and uh, we'll, we'll chat it out. All right. Let's do that. Uh, she, uh, you know, heads back. There's like a bell on the door. So if someone uh, like comes in, she'll pop out and be like, hey, I'll be right with you. That sort of deal. But otherwise, she has this uh, like sort of like psychoanalyst like couch in the back room. Mm. Uh, or a sort of like pillow on the floor that she sits cross-legged on. She lights some incense. She takes this deep breath. 
<sighs> so, what was your name? Uh, Cassius. My name's Cassius. Uh, and I'm gonna like ask, ask you questions, like you're looking around to check for any like standard psychic con work, you know, like any invisible wires or anything like that that might be able to, you know, fool me later on. Go ahead and give me a uh, what's read about situation. Yeah, that's what that makes sense. Uh, seven, eight. Uh, eight. Uh, go ahead and ask one question. What's my best way in? <laughs> what's my best way out? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Uh, probably, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? For sure. Uh, as you are looking around uh, the room, you don't notice that there are like wires or maybe weird devices she might use to uh, spill the idea that she is a psychic. But in the way that she's asking you some small questions uh, does click on your mind as a bit of a cold read. Like this woman kind of has a, a, a natural talent for uh, cold reading people, like a little bit of intuition. And to her, that means that she has some spiritual ability. Uh, she, the danger here isn't that she's like trying to trick you. It's that she might lead you on uh, a weird path. Hmm. Well, far be it from me to choose a good path. So let's continue <laughs> on this one. All right. Uh, she, uh, as you sit down and you, uh, she like burns a little bit of sage and tells you to breathe deeply and uh, you get like a little bit of smoke inhalation and don't do that. Um, <laughs> so, Cassius. Yes. My name is Carmen Sink, uh, but you can call me Moon Moth for the purposes of our meeting today. Okay? Yes, Mom Moth. Moon Moth. Yeah. Go on. Tell me about the doll. Oh, um, what isn't there to say about it? It's, 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 I mean, look at it. Just look at it for like five seconds without saying anything. Just try to. There is. I dare you. She looks in little eyes. She looks in in little eyes. And. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, tell me it's not filled with hate. (laughs) Uh, She looks into its beady little eyes. And uh, she doesn't have some sort of weird spiritual awakening here. Uh, she doesn't, like, stare deeply and, and just exist for a little while. She just looks at it and goes, I can sense that there's a lot of stressful energy surrounding this doll. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your experiences with the doll. Where did well, you get it? Um, well, that's a complicated question. Uh, shall we say that it follows me? Uh, you know, okay. I, I feel I feel like it follows me wherever I go, no matter what I do. Okay, you know? sure. Have you ever just sort of sat with the doll, existed in the same space with it for maybe an hour or two? I'm sorry. <laughs> can, can I ask you to look at it again? No, I have not. <laughs> well, maybe that's a problem. Maybe because the doll is only existing on a space in your periphery, 
you don't know if its presence in your life is good or bad. You just see it on its surface and it feels wrong. Like physically, it is upsetting and so you must shoo it away. But right. what if you that's just, a, that, Yes, how do I shoo it away? No, no, I'm not in, not, not, we're not doing the spiritual ed. How do I shoo it away better? That's what I'm looking for. It looks to me very uncomfortable and physically it is upsetting. <laughs> you were spot on with that. And yes, I would like to shoo it away. So please, how do I do that? With your crystals, is it crystal? Is it, because I've tried sage and that just makes it, you know, dirtier and that's not good for anybody. So what okay. do I do? First, let's delve into your mind a little. What is your worst experience with the doll? Okay, I really feel like you're not grasping what I'm asking for here. Do you have a, like a potion or like something like that? Mr. Cassius, when you are bitten by a snake, you must know the snake to build its anti-venom. Right. Okay. Sure. Um. What? So do we really have to go through this? Yes. Um. Well, I guess. Uh. Uh. My worst experience with the doll. Um. Goodness. What? Uh. Where? Where do I begin? Um. There's all the all the times that I've been. Uh, alone at home, doing doing what you do when you're at home alone, and I'm I'm in the bathroom. I'm I'm close to the end, and then I look up in the mirror, and then boom, Gertz, they are behind me, and oh my god, and you know, I, then it's too late to stop. She has a name. Uh, she has- yeah. Did you name her? Uh, well, it kind of just is like you know. I mean, look, it's Gert. It's, what what else could this be called? You know, you just sort of know that its name is Gert. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And is there anyone else in your life who is named Gert or Gertrude or something like that? Um, no. Uh, no. It's a bad what? name. Well, I guess Gertrude's not that bad. But Gert. I mean, come on. <laughs> now, Cassius, whenever Gert has appeared in whatever you're doing. Say if, if you were brushing your teeth or something. and Sure, let's, let's say brushing my teeth. Let's say that. Have you noticed that there might be something like toothpaste or something on her? Or if you are you were cleaning your house and you find that she smells like ammonia or something like that? Have I? Uh, no, for sure not. Uh, nope. Okay. You're certain. Um, no. Well, yeah. Yes, I'm certain. No, it had didn't happen. Okay. Because before we get deeper into this, I, I want you to know that I have seen cases where people who couldn't let go of certain books or clothes or something believed that they were follow, being followed by them, but were actually just placing them there themselves and blocking the memory of doing so. And I just want to be certain that you know that it is a possibility that you are the one bringing the doll with you. I really don't think so. Uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, just, I, for, for one, I've moved states. I have, 
I have cleaned out everything I own. I have gotten on Greyhounds. I have gotten on uh, uh, every. It is. It, it's, it's just. It's this is simply not possible, feasibly, physically, for this doll, for me to be picking it up. It's just. It. 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 It, 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 it confounds me. I. I, I, do, I do not understand how it appears where it does. But it does, and trust me when I say that it's not me picking it up. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's try this. Sometimes a spirit only needs to know that you do not wish it to be with you, but it doesn't always understand our form of language. So us putting it in the trash or leaving it behind in a house, it might just think, oh, I've been forgotten. What I want you to try to do right now is put your forehead to the doll. Oh, it's so greasy. We can we can wipe it off. And she hands you like a handkerchief. And I want you to try and connect with the doll. Connect. What do you mean connect? Try to impart your spiritual message that you wish to be alone, that you want privacy to Gert. Let Gert know how you feel with your heart and your soul and your mind. Uh, There's a, a, a bell ringing out in the, the main room. She goes, I'll be right back. But if you want to try it without me, that's totally fine. And she like gives you like a weird rub on the shoulder as she walks out. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just, I'll be like, I'm just going to put it on my forehead. That's, I'll just put it on my, I'll put it on my forehead and then it'll be on my forehead and it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Cause it'll be, I'm going to just like stare at it for a really long time. I'm gonna, like, cringe and put it against my forehead and try to use my weird ability to reach out to this entity. Mm-hmm. Because Rome Moon Mouth yeah. told me to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, six. Uh, six. Uh, can you go ahead and read what that does for me? On a... Uh, miss, which is a six. Uh, your brain makes contact with something dangerous. You love to see to see that. <laughs> something tells me Gert's not gonna respect my wishes. You uh, start to just what what is in your mind? What is Cassius saying, or what uh, in his? Uh, I think the message he's trying to impart is, please, please, please. Please leave me alone. I am a a normal man with with uh, normal. I would like a normal life. Please, please leave me be. Uh, you sit for a second as you start to hear uh, uh, static, and your eyes snap open as you turn to the like sort of antique TV sitting in a room. It clearly isn't used. It's not even plugged in, and it's statics and clicks on in sort of a black and white. It's the static gets louder and the sort of 
there's some sort of old timey show with the Twilight Zone on in the background as we see people like look aghast over and over. We you in your head and maybe through the volume of the TV hear the words, I can't. And uh, we see that the, uh, the TV flickers to black, but it's not off. It's that it is a black screen and you see these two like globular yellow eyes open with cat-like slits and it is clear that there are like black bars in front of it. You hear and you hear uh, this sort of like low rumble as if some creature is rolling its like throat or growling and you hear again I can't and the TV shuts off and uh, Moon Moth walks back in it's like hi how's it going um, uh, I think he's just gonna stand up very good very I think we and the doll have come to an understanding and you know, I think I actually forgot. I uh, I had been picking it up all along. It was so silly of me. I just been pa- I, yeah. I can't, I him, and I'm just gonna slow, like be slowly backpedaling my way out of the office, being like, uh, and don't uh, yeah, uh, uh, and I think the TV, maybe the bulb's out or something. I don't know. Just uh, mm-hmm. if there's any damage to it, uh, 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 it, it was there before I got here. I promise. Uh, uh, I understand. And, listen, uh, listen, listen. We can all be made uncomfortable by connecting with our spirit. That's okay. If you need a little help sometime, give me a call. And she gives you a business card. I'll uh, put it in my pocket and go, uh, uh, thank you very much, Moon Mountain. Uh, and, 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 Moon Mouth. Yes, Mouth Man. And uh, <laughs> I will see you again very soon, I'm sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Good day. You too. Uh, I'm gonna walk out uh, of the yoga haunted place. <laughs> As you uh, walk away from the hanged man arcana, girt in hand, your fingers rattling, what is the last thought that Cassius has before we close out on him? Uh, I think it's gonna be, can't blame me for trying, and he's gonna toss girt. <laughs> we see Gert land and get stuck on a gutter. Uh, and as you round the corner, the gutter shifts and she falls onto a car and the camera cuts away. 